Hello friends. Hi. How are you all? So I'm Jaffin here back and I welcome you to my channel Love and Relationship Season 1. So finally, friends, we are here with the second episode where I'm going to talk about relationship. So many of you might be in relationship. It can be any relationship as I spoke in the episode 1. So friends, if you haven't yet heard episode 1, please hear that first then you come back to this episode because once you hear that episode and then you come here then only this episode is actually going to make sense because this episode is completely connected with the episode number 1 so in my previous uh, episode i spoke about love and certain attachment styles in relationship so if you have heard that then let's start with the Uh, certain signs of attachment style in relationship so starting from anxious attachment style in relationship what are the signs the first sign is a person is seen yearning for closeness or a strong connection but always feeling that they don't want the same level of connection second sign is constantly worrying that you're gonna upset your partner and then they might end the relationship the third sign reassurance seeking that they still love you or not and not believing their answer when they do assure you the fourth sign is possessiveness jealous or controlling behavior that's fueled by a fear of abandonment and rejection but actually ends up pushing the person away so these are some signs you can see in an anxious attachment style in relationship next talking about some signs which you can see in the avoidant attachment style in relationship the first sign is steering clear of emotional closeness or intimacy in that relationship and finding it really uncomfortable when the other person tries to initiate any sense of intimacy or closeness second sign is finding it difficult to talk about your own thoughts and deepest feeling with your partner the third sign is responding to conflicts with distance so you're withdrawing and pulling back and avoiding any talking about things or confronting things fourth sign is perceiving your partner to always be wanting too much from you and feeling overwhelmed with that so these are certain signs of attachment styles which today i spoke about anxious attachment style and avoidant attachment style as most of you asked me to speak about the signs of these attachment style so you can check out these signs in your partner in the person with whom you are close with and you can find out whether what kind of attachment style they are prone to so my friends i would like to share what actually relationship is so basic principles of social psychology can also be applied to help us understand relationships that last longer when good friendships develop when people get married and plan to spend the rest of their lives together and when families grow closer over time 
the relationships take on new dimensions and must be understood in somewhat different ways. Yet the principles of social psychology can still be applied to help us understand what makes these relationships last. The factors that keep people liking and loving each other in long-term relationships are at least in part the same as the factors that lead to initial attraction. For instance, regardless of how long they have been together, people remain interested in the physical attractiveness of their partners. Although it is relatively less important than for initial encounters, and similarity remains essential. Relationships are also more satisfactory and more likely to continue when the individuals develop and maintain similar interests and continue to share their important values and beliefs over time. Both actual and assumed similarity between partners tend to grow in long-term relationships and are related to satisfaction in opposite-sex marriages. Some aspects of similarity, including that in terms of positive and negative affectivity, have also been linked to relationship satisfaction in same-sex marriages. However, some demographic factors like education and income similarity seem to relate less to satisfaction in same-sex partnerships than they do in opposite-sex ones. Proximity also remains important. Relationships that undergo the strain of the partners being apart from each other for every long are more at risk for breakup. For example, recall a chapter case study about Frank and Anita Milford's 80-year marriage. The couple said that we do everything together when even nearly 80 years. But what about passion? Does it still over time? Yes or no? People in long-term relationships who are most satisfied with their partners report that they feel passion for their partners. They still want to be around them as much as possible and they enjoy making love with them. And they report that the more they love their partners, the more attraction they find them. On the other hand, the high levels of passionate love that are experienced in initial encounters are not likely to be maintained throughout the course of a long-term relationship. Recall, though that physical intimacy continues to be important, Frank and Anita from our case study, for example, said that they still put great importance on sharing a kiss and a cuddle every night before bed. Over time, cognition becomes relatively more important than emotion and close relationships are more likely to be based on compassionate love, defined as love that is based on friendship, mutual attraction, common interests, mutual respect and concern for each other's welfare. This does not mean that enduring love is less strong, rather it may sometimes have a different underlying structure than initial love based more on passion. So guys, talking about closeness and intimacy, although it is safe to say that many of the variables that influence 
initial attraction remain important in longer term relationships other variable also come into play over time one important change is that as a relationship progresses the partners come to know each other more fully and care about each other to a greater degree in successful relationship the partners feel increasingly close to each other over time whereas in unsuccessful relationships closeness does not increase and may even decrease the closeness experienced in these relationships is marked in part by reciprocal self disclosure the tendency to communicate frequently without fear of reprisal and in an accepting and empathetic manner when the partners in a relationship feel that they are close and when they indicate that the relationship is based on caring warmth acceptance and social support we can say that the relationship is intimate partners in intimate relationships are likely to think of the couple as we rather than as two separate individuals people who have a sense of closeness with their partner are better able to maintain positive feelings about the relationship while at the same time are able to express negative feelings and to have accurate judgments of the other people may also use their close partners positive characteristics to feel better about themselves so measuring relationship closeness how can we measure that you might try completing the measure yourself for some different people that you know for instance your family members your friends your spouse or your girlfriend or boyfriend the measure is simple to use and to interpret if a person chooses a circle that represents the self and other as more overlapping this means that the relationship is close but if they choose a circle that is less overlapping then the relationship is less so This measure is used to determine how close two partners feel to each other. The respondent simply circles which of the figures he or she feels characterizes the relationship. Although the closeness measure is simple, it has been found to be highly predictive of people's satisfaction with their close relationships and of tendency for couples to stay together. In fact, the perceived closeness between romantic partners can be a better predictor of how long a relationship will last than in the number of positive feelings that the partners indicate having for each other. In successful close relationships, cognitive representations of the self and the other tend to merge together into one, and it is this tie based on acceptance caring and social support and that is so important so there is an experimental design to test whether self disclosure of intimate thoughts to others would increase closeness i would like to share one thing in a laboratory they paired college students with another student one whom they did not know Some of the students were asked to share their intimate thoughts with each other by asking and answering questions such as when did you last cry in front of another person 
in comparison with the control participants who only engaged in small talk with their partners like answering questions such as what is your favorite holiday the students who disclosed more intimate experiences reported feeling significantly closer to each other at the end of the conversation so i guess this was the bestest example which i gave you right now well talking about communal and exchange relationships in intimate close relationships the partner can become highly attuned to each other's needs such that the desires and goals of the other become as important as or more important than one's own needs when people are attentive to the needs of others for instance parents attentiveness to the needs of the children or the attentiveness of partners in a romantic relationship and when they help the other person meet his or her needs without explicitly keeping track of what they are giving or expecting to get in return we say that the partners have a communal relationship communal relationships are close relationships in which partners suspend their need for equity and exchange giving support to the partner in other or in order to meet his or her needs and without consideration of the costs to themselves communal relationships are contrasted with exchange relationships the relationships in which each of the partners keep track of his or her contribution to the partnership research suggests that communal relationships can be beneficial with finding showing that happier couples are less likely to keep score of their respective contributions and when people are reminded of the external benefits that their partners provide them they may experience decreased feeling of love for them well although partners in long term relationships are frequently willing and ready to help each other meet their needs and although they will in some cases forego the need of exchange and reciprocity this does not mean that they always or continually give to the relationship without expecting anything in return partners often do keep track of their contribution and receive benefits if one or both of the partners feel that they are unfairly contributing more than their fair share and if this inequity continues over a period of time the relationship will suffer partners who feel that they are contributing more will naturally become upset because they will feel that they are being taken advantage of but the partners who feel that they are receiving more than they deserve might feel guilty about their lack of contribution to the partnership so the members of long term relationships focus to a large extent on maintaining equity and marriages are happiest when both members perceive that they contribute relatively equally Interestingly it is not just our perception of equity of the ratio of rewards and costs we have in our relationships that is important 
it also matters how we see this ratio in comparison to those that we perceive people of the same sex as us receiving in the relationships around us so when we contrast our own situation with that of similar others and we perceive ourselves as better off then this means we are making a downward social comparison which will tend to make us feel better about ourselves and our lot in life there are also some individual differences in the extent to which perceptions of equity are important So the relationship between perceptions of equity and relationship satisfaction only held for people who are high in exchange orientation. In contrast, those low in exchange orientation did not show an association between equity and satisfaction. And perhaps even more tellingly were more satisfied with their relationships than those in exchange orientation. People generally stay in relationships longer when they feel that they are being rewarded by them. In short, in relationships that last, the partners are aware of the needs of the other person and attempt to meet them equitably, but partners in the best relationships are also able to look beyond the rewards themselves and to think of the relationship in a communal way. So, Next talking about interdependence and commitment. Another factor that makes long term relationship different from short term one is that they are more complex. When a couple begins to take care of a household together, has children and perhaps has to care for elderly parents and the requirements of the relationship become correspondingly bigger. As a result of this complexity the partners in close relationships increasingly turn to each other not only for social support but also for help in coordinating activities remembering dates and appointments and accomplishing tasks the members of a close relationship are highly interdependent relying to a great degree on each other to meet their goals It takes a long time for partners in a relationship to develop the ability to understand the other person's need and to form positive patterns of interdependence in which each person's needs are adequately met. The social representation of a significant other is a rich, complex and detailed one because we know and care so much about him or her. and because we have spent so much time in his or her company because a lot of energy has been invested in creating the relationship particularly when the relationship includes children breaking off the partnership becomes more and more costly with time after spending a long time with one person it may also become more and more difficult to imagine ourselves with anyone else in relationships in which a positive rapport between the partners is developed and maintained over a period of time the partners are naturally happy with the relationship and they become committed to it
Commitment refers to the feelings and actions that keep partners working together to maintain the relationships. In comparison with those who are less committed partners who are more committed to the relationship see their mates as more attractive than others are less able to imagine themselves with another partner express less interest in other potential mates are less aggressive toward each other and are less likely to break up Commitment may in some cases lead individuals to stay in relationship that they could leave even though the costs of remaining in the relationship are very high. On the surface this seems puzzling because people are expected to attempt to maximize their rewards in relationships and would be expected to leave them if they are not rewarding. But in addition to evaluating the outcomes that one gains from a given relationship the individual also evaluates the potential costs of moving to another relationship or not having any relationship at all we might stay in a romantic relationship even if the benefits of the relationship are not high because the costs of being in no relationship at all are perceived as even higher we may also remain in relationships that they become dysfunctional in part because we recognize just how much time and effort we have invested in them over the years when we choose to stay in situations largely because we feel we have put too much effort into be able to leave them behind this is known as the sunk cost bias in short when considering whether to stay or leave we must consider both the costs and benefits of the current relationship and the costs and benefits of the alternate alternatives to it so friends although the good news about interdependence and commitment is clear they help relationships last longer they also have a potential downside my friends breaking up should it happen is most difficult in relationships that are interdependent and committed the closer and more committed a relationship has been the more devastating a breakup will be so my friends keep this in your mind and work on your relationship so let's very soon meet with next episode where we will talk more deeply about the relationships okay my friends so take care and have a nice day and meet you soon in next episode stay tuned with me bye bye